Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This week on Up to 90, we talk... The X-Files. With Simon O'Keefe. Yay! Welcome, we Simon. we guest. Oh, 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 very funny <laughs> guest. We've got a guest. Thank you so much for, for coming, coming on, Simon. I, I'm glad I came here just for like the on the fly jingling. Oh, sure. Look, That's this what is all on the fly is our middle name, baby. One out one. And so thank you so much for coming in. Yes. This is going to be a special one. Are we going to, is any, are, are any of us going to sing the song? This could be a case for Mulder Oh yeah, I know. I was singing today. That'd be Mulder and Scully by Catatonia. Catatonia, yeah. great song though, wasn't but it? Also, it's the song. It just works so well in a Welsh accent because, like, she's just going to go. This could be a case, be a case for Mulder and Scully. Do you remember she went on "I'm a Celebrity Get the Me Out of and she fell in love with some fella from EastEnders? Really? And her marriage, like, that was the end of. I think they're combined marriages and everything. Okay. And then they came out in the last two weeks. Oh, sure. Look, it's always But like, it was a big, it was a big like Peter scandal. and Jordan and that was kind of were the end doing of well. Ah, well, Peter and Jordan kind of. Actually, I saw a clip of Peter there and There was real the love there, but Jordan, I think, just kind of. Do you know how you know there was real love between Peter and Jordan? The fact she's still not over it. No. Still better. Peter let Jordan sing and he thought she could sing. Ah, that's love. There's was a that difference the between the love one? and yes. wanting to get your end away. No, he was already married to her at that stage. He he watched her sing and looked lovingly into her eyes. That's how much he loved her. Oh, God. Well, I think for establishing here is the final Beauty change. and the Beast. I he's there gone. He's like... <laughs> but she probably also like had all the money beauty. in that relationship. She probably did at that so time. So she had to let her just do anything I she wanted to. I just remember the story. There yeah. was a girl on Big Brother years ago that was obsessed with blusher. Okay, so she used sorry, to Judy, always... We have lost all the nerds that tuned okay. in for this oh, XYZ episode. This is what Bless- we oh, Helen from Wales. That one. Oh, no. no. It was a different one. It, she was very Dark sallow. Yeah. And she had like these... And she went out um, with Peter Andrew in a couple of dates... And I just remember, um, I just remember, what's the name of the one who does the... Davina. Davina was like, oh, is it true you went on a few dates? And she's like, yeah, but I didn't pursue it, which is just such a kick a in the of... jugular, isn't it? Like, I mean, if you're... When you have to use Andre. legal terminology but for... But then she did, then <laughs> she did, uh, I didn't pursue it, like disclaimer. And then she did an interview with some tabloid. I just remember her saying that when he had a bath, he used to leave his jocks on a never nude isn't what's that about if you want a nice bit of 90s thing just for dumb people nice there was this mtv presenter called donna air and she used to she yeah. went on a few dates with jason mcateer the former ireland and Liverpool jason mcateer and, <laughs> and like after that relationship she said i don't think i'll date any more footballers they're a bit dumb aren't they and to put this in perspective you're on donna air her famous on-screen moment was when she asked the chorus how they met Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. What episode did we discuss, Donna? We, we bewitched. Did have, well, we oh mentioned yeah, bewitched. Donna because she had beef with bewitched as did well. She, she yeah. was slagging them, and then she had them on, and then she's like, "Oh, we're loving your new song." And then they're like, "Oh, that's interesting because you were slagging us last week." <laughs> and pure starting on her. Now I know what you're thinking. That's not Edel. That's Kiwi. I it? know. Yeah, yeah. I'm that good. <laughs> it is uncanny. Yeah. But yeah, no. So that's funny that she said that. Right, <laughs> just Jason Mcatee. I remember I sat through, I had such a crush on Jason McAteer. Um, I sat, I read, I, 
I actually read Blood and Sweat, which is his autobiography. And honestly, I'd say I had the saddest wanks of my life to that autobiography. Like, Blood and Sweat. I just remember the highlight being when... Can I make you feel even worse by saying that was more than likely ghostwritten? Like, there was no way oh, he wrote... Oh, I mean, look... So, uh, Simon, so you, 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 I mean, you, you're wanking so, to a So, so you, you, were, you were jilling yourself off to the writing of just some Listen, random guy from the Liverpool Echo. Simon, real talk. I was obviously the pictures I was after. Come on, I'm a visual thinker. But anyway, so, Jason, I just remember that instant with Roy, Roy Keane and he talked about Roy Keane and himself had a t- tackle or whatever the terminology is and Roy was after writing a scathing <laughs> book in which he bitched this week on Ryan? Julie doesn't watch sports <laughs> or she talks about points and football off the ball's going to happen any football. day now but I just remember um, he was he was telling me Roy um, had written this scathing book and then Jason fouled him and Roy was on the ground and he was, he was like write that in your fucking book and that's when I like came that's just when I ejaculated. The fun part about that book rim. is Roy Keane's biography was ghostwritten <laughs> by Eamon, Eamon Dunphy. Oh, and Roy Jesus. Keane actually got banned for three games for bringing the game to disrepute over what was in that book. So Eamon was, Dunphy got him banned. I don't banned. think, was it ghostwritten? Because I don't think it was a secret that Dunphy wrote the book. Um, well, it's still, it's not, if, if the name is not I on know the what front, you mean. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 I, they usually do the like, it's like co-written with when they where they're not making a secret of the other writer are they? I, th- I think everyone knows they're ghostwritten but they just I think they just try to make it look like they are ghostwritten because it just sounds yeah. better you know what? I better. think it's quite appropriate that we're talking about ghosts and we're talking about the X-Files that's Damn. good little link isn't it <laughs> before I forget I just want to get in that Karis Matthews is the name of the woman from uh, Karis oh yes Karis Matthews just in keeping with this theme the of valleys. like you know you know, older Spoiled women. That Molly. Teenage Simon found, found attractive. I did you fancy her? Karis Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. Now she would, she would have snapped me like a twig. But yeah, yeah, yeah she was sexy because she was. She, well, you she you was just like a knew strong, that strong knew what she was doing, kind of woman. Like, yeah, but she had that vibe of she's beautiful, but dirty. You know, if there was aggro, she would take yeah, off her heels in. and her earrings yeah, to yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like knew she that. would know what to do. There'd be no kind of piano cat fighting. Like she would yeah, properly, yeah, yeah, yeah. properly go in. She wouldn't and be like, you know oh, there's a bit of a fight starting. She wouldn't even drop there. her chips. She'd be like chips in one hand, well able to just tr- throw an L right hook with the other. Like yeah. she'd just be capable. It's, it's actually mm. making me think of my favorite line I possibly heard from a woman in the nineties, which was, "If I hadn't been wearing my runners, I would have kicked the gee off her." Ah, uh, that's poetry. That is. Yeah, isn't I, it? I have to look that girl up again. Was... Um, <laughs> I so just again because it's all midnight. I this is generally true because I saw Catatonia in Dublin Castle, and I actually met my first ever girlfriend at a Cooler Shaker gig at Dublin Castle because she was spitting at a friend of mine. Uh, that is lovely. Yeah. Hush, hush. She was spit, like, was she spitting for the cracker? Like a spit? No. It, was it a friendly spit? What, a friendly no, spit. It, she was yeah. spitting at this guy who was who was wearing the face off my friend Jane and I turned around to see what, what was going on and I said, what's it? And, and the, her friend was going, was like, oh, this guy's an asshole. He used to go out with our friend, blah, blah, blah. And I just went smooth as a virginal 15-year-old me could be and just kind of went, it's like, hey, well, why don't you get your own back against him by being with me? And then that girl said, no, no, it was my friend he used to go out with. Then I turned to her and just kind of, well, why don't you get your own back against him by being with me? And it worked. It worked, obviously. Yeah, so... I I love it. I I just love, you know, when you were just desperate for the shift and it would be a case of, look, would you shift me? And then that person would invariably say no. And then I'd follow it up with, do you know anyone who'd shift me? (laughs) I I think that should be brought back. Just anyone. People are are stressed out. You don't want to be hanging around talking to someone for ages and then not be interested. So I think, okay, definitely for girls it would work if you just walked up and just went, well, your friend shift my friend that'll work but I think yeah. for guys I think we should try because I think it's going to be a bit of fun as much as I think girls oh. would just like that kind of like <gasps> retro vibe to it you know yeah. what we should have parties shift parties you know like you oh have my. different theme you know parties what? well listen we're and saving that one for Patreon $50 a month for me to it shift wouldn't that be a good idea at a minimum you know the way they have bingo loco yeah yeah I'm sure they're doing well for themselves like you but put what your keys shift? in the bowl no, no, it's just that's, a shift. That's why swapping. Just that's been that's happening. That's okay. happening now downstairs. Okay. You know, just just a, like a will, a will will your friend be at my friend party? Yeah, yeah and I you could play know. beat the slapper as well if you wanted. It's just about oh, shifting. Remember beat the slapper. Sorry, what's beat the slapper? 
Beat ah, the Simon. Come on, oh. Simon. Beat the Slapper <laughs> was when you would basically have a competition to see who could get the most shifts. And it was called Beat the Slapper. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah, I just never heard it referred to oh, like that. Oh, and you know what? This is terrible. But just as you said, Beat the Slapper, I can think of at least four professional women my age... Mm. Married, kids, successful, all the rest. Mm. And I can still, the first thing I think of when I think of them is beat the slapper. Like yeah. just those infamous nights that they, that, would win, yeah. that they would win beat the slapper. And I always think she was the one who got like 17 shifts of beat the slapper. Yeah, 17 would kind of be the number. 17 number. was generally. 17, 18. Must have been given the time frame the or no, something. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever kissed more than two people in the one night it, it got it was at the point where you were going to like a teenage disco and you were kind of becoming nonchalant about it you know you what were I mean? a bit too, little you were in that in between space where too old for the teenage disco too young for the pub no so you were like you, you were too we... old for the teenage disco you were actually at the age that you were meant to be going to it yeah do you know that kind of way and you were just well you that's you, what i heard that's what i heard you, from a lot of people just i think it's more of you just you know in ireland you just learn to handle your drink a little bit by that age so you're just a little bit aware of what's <laughs> yeah. going on maybe by the age of 15 you're kind of okay you're with just, the drink. yeah you've just um you've found your limit yeah you found your natural state of drunkenness um actually Fabi D did a very funny video there about um girls in the club did you see it no yeah it's funny no the, the um we watched it this morning in the country the, o- the only thing i never think of whenever Fabi is brought up that he someone told me like he recorded this sketch uh, it involved you know just like you know mimicking a, a drive-by shooting but at the time, or maybe he still does, he was living right beside, you know, Mount Joy Prison. Yeah. And like, so he only realised something was going on when there's like, you know, there's a knock at the door and there's like 15 guards outside. Because like, this, you know, the officers in Mount Joy just saw someone lean out of a car with a gun that they didn't know was fake, pointing at somebody else. Oh my God. Brilliant. You know, and then... Jesus this. Christ. But I mean, to be, well... Because it's... Was there a story about but this? But do you know what? Is like there a, a law against... Like pointing a gun that's not actually a gun. Like there has to be a law. Uh, yeah. about imitation firearms. Imitation, imitation firearms are firearms. prohibited. But there was okay. there's someone's like, looked it up. There's okay. bizarrely a girl I shifted after a gig in Galway once uh, told me that shifting you, and guns. This is going to be the title <laughs> of this episode now. Shifting and guns. It's Simon O'Keefe. We have got the Blanterstown market locked down. But this girl <laughs> got. She was like. Uh, she was like. Uh, they were just like filming like a short college film, whatever it was, wherever in 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 Galway, and it was down. Some whatever, people do docks. anything to get a shift on. Or, or I'm like that. directing a movie. Uh, if you want to be, <laughs> get we'll film. have to shift. But, but like, like you know, like armed detectives act, okay. actually turned turned up and and quizzed everyone there what's going on. And like, what when the guards said said to him was, he was like, oh yeah, when someone said, oh yeah, there's someone like you know pointing a gun. We thought ah, it's eleven o'clock in Galway. No one's no one's pointing a gun at anyone. And then when they said it's like, oh no, one of the jeeps has a Limerick Reg. Then we thought we better turn up just in oh, case. No way! Jeez. I'd well believe it. That's detective. I'd well work believe right that. There. That. But your Irish detectives. Do you remember that case last year? Um, it was somewhere wicked. It must. Have, I don't know. It was a bray. But do you remember they found the body and they were saying they found a body of a man in his twenties or thirties? And then this man walked into the guard station. Was like, look, that's my yeah. mother-in-law. I killed her. Do you remember this, Simon? Yeah, and he went in a he couple of times. He went in a few times. And each time the guards were like, oh, would you go away out of that? You did not. And so, like, the man just kept having to go in and say, no, <laughs> I am confessing. My mother-in-law is dead. I killed her. And they're like, no, no, no. And so, basically, the so the profile of the victim went from being a man in his 20s to being a woman in her 60s. And it was, like, he had killed his mother-in-law. But he God. had to confess a few times. Like the cards were like, come on now. So he was just please. like bringing in passport forms also just to try and get He's them like, to She's listen. Gone. What, what probably happened was he just went in and just said, it's just like, it's like, yeah, I killed my mother-in-law. And the guy just kind of went to his life. He's like, oh, sure, we've all done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sure, sure, that can't be a crime. What? You know? Yeah. <laughs> God. All real killing the scully stuff. Um, Before we get started on the We mentioned our sponsor. We have to thank our sponsor. We love Kappa our Berg. sponsor. And we're all going to sit outside and ha- responsibly and have some Copperberg after we record this. Oh, you're you're ready to get the bonfire going. That was such Are a drunk, drunk girl thing to say. It's like, we're going to sit we're responsibly. Going to sit 
I mean, we're going to drink like guys, maniacs, but down. we'll sit responsibly. Come on, guys. Emma's oh. going to be sitting there with her legs crossed and like a cigarette and a little holder. <laughs> her little vape. <laughs> oh, you know those, lovely. Do you know those nights where it's like, come on, it's all about us. It's all about the girls. And then everyone just goes off. Oh, yeah. It's all about it's all the about girls. Us. And then you're like, look, I just I just want to say like Amy's just such a bitch, like seriously. And then you're like, but aren't you? wearing her top and she drove you and you're like yeah but I think we should spend more time together yeah. like I think we could be really good friends like I think that's what and then the whole crowd is dispersed by the end of the evening um, but I we're going to all hang out and have oh yeah right just the three and of actually as well before we progress our competition winners Competition winners. So we have enjoying your hamper. Ruth, I got the hamper and two tickets to taste, and Edwina got to go to taste. So we hope you had a wonderful time. All of that was courtesy of our amazing sponsor, Copperberg. So we thank you profusely. Heard people had a really good time at taste, so we're delighted. Um, And yeah, we're still loving the And then one last thing our our shout out this week. We've only time for one shout Oh, out. Who was in touch with us this week? Dave Anthony gave us a shout out. Yeah. Uh, he has that amazing, amazing uh, podcast, The Dollop. And then just a couple. We don't have time to give everyone a shout out, so I'll just do two. Yes. Uh, Breed got in touch. Uh, we love Breed. Had some great suggestions there. And also Zara has joined the uh, the Up to 90 uh, train, has jumped on board, and she had another couple of great suggestions as well. So welcome on board, Zara. And thank you, thank Zara. you so much, Breed, as well. And thank Breed. And we'll, we'll, we will eventually get round to everyone at some stage, but just not all in one episode. Yes, we'll r- rent a field out mm-hmm. and we'll all drink Crapperberg. Okay. We'll X-Files. It's a good thing you mentioned the spawn because I just remember there, there was an X-Files drinking game and I... I think I found the oldest version I could, which I think is from about 2006. But there's an actual mid-90s. This is ringing a bell. What was the drinking game? It was your standard TV TV drinking game where you take a drink when certain things. Oh, yes. Cer- certain mm-hmm. certain things happen. Um, like, OK, for the ones that would be one drink, if either of them have to show their badge, that's just the one drink. Ooh, if, oh, the, yeah. um, if the time is 11.21 on screen that's a drink because that's Chris Carter's wife's birthday. So like the time was just nearly always 11.21. That's oh, Peter okay. Andre level, yeah. isn't it? But that is just yeah. Beauty <laughs> and the Beast. There's, there's a few other nice ones in the early ones where, uh, you know, Scully does an autopsy. That's one drink. If Mulder or Scully use a car battery powered super flashlight, that's one. Um, my favourite one. And was I ca- anyone two? Okay. Was anyone two drinks? We'll get to the two drink ones okay. in, in a moment, but this is my favorite one I remember. It's like any references made to Mulder's obsession with porn. Oh. Which, when you actually rewatch the X Files, all the time it happens. Like, like Mulder's there watch, watching watching a video, and it could be of Bigfoot or something like that. And Scully walking this can go, oh, that's not the type of video you normally watch. You know, okay, and then there'll be other times where there's one. That w- there's you see, that would have gone over my head. Yes. I have to be honest. There's, like. e- there's even another scene where, like, Mulder rings Scully to, oh, I found this out the case, we'll find it more. And then Mulder runs into an adult cinema. Come on, oh. and there's, there's, yeah, there's even like the lone gunman make reference to his like his magazine collection at certain points. There's okay. like a, an episode where this guy essentially gets swapped into Mulder's body, Freaky Friday style, and then he's rooting around and he finds like Mulder's like giant porn collection as well. Like it's, so it's, was he mm. was he a bit of a perv? Mulder. Or just a man with a healthy appetite? What was going on? Well, in real life, isn't David Duchovny a sex addict? Well, it's funny because yes. we got in touch. <laughs> with his penis. <laughs> when we heard when we heard about the we sex tell addiction, story. Let's we tell went it. straight yeah, to let's tell this. Let's yeah. tell it. So I saw that he was gigging in Dublin because he's actually got a band or something. I didn't know this. Yeah, it's, it's all these 90s <laughs> actors are turned to band because you just see, oh, it's, it's, I mean, like going to see, you know, David Duchovny's band. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, going to see, you know, like, Steve Martin play the banjo it's like it's, yeah. this is not what we want you to I do I think it's like yeah. basically it's like seeing Fred Cook dance you know this is this is not oh. I'm sure I'm sure there's some level of enjoyability to leave your page floor. of research we'll take it from here thank you <laughs> no Judy we um, actually need him we do need yeah. you Simon Plus, it, we, we can actually say that like so two we... people in this room have seen Fred Cook entirely naked from the front where did you Jesus. see him naked from the front in the gym because like Fred was in the same gym as me for a while. Oh right, 
Yeah. He shouldn't have been turning around doing the full frontals, I have to say. Like, he didn't turn around, but it's just because it's something well, I've known for nearly 20 years. I just I just had to glance. Oh, you'd over. have to have a peek. Yeah. I think it was it, bad that he did the birdie no. song, though. Was he doing a helicopter? No, he's doing the birdie he's song. He's mad for now, a helicopter eye. Making it twirl. Oh, he starts got that every day eye. with the helicopter. Okay, yeah. moving along. Oh, you've no problem talking um, about the ins and outs of like Jordan and Peter Andre's love life, but when oh, the yeah. tales were turned, yeah, yeah. Judy. David Dukoff, yes, oh, yes. So you emailed yeah. and Emma I got emailed. this hilarious email back. I emailed, I was like looking for like 20 minutes, like, you know, the big walk, cell. walking from one door to the next door and we would just record it anything and they got back to me and they said oh like thanks very much for your interest you stupid fuck and they said that we could come along to the gig and we could take two photographs yeah during the first song. no flash no flash photography but we'd be allowed to take two photographs during the first song and um, that was it. So that is next week's episode. Yeah, those two pictures. <laughs> pictures make for good podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So it was a nanny no no. We just have to ask head stuff to put it up on put it up online somehow. We don't know how, but but do you know what? I think maybe we should just give a very brief overview. X Files. What was it about? So just let's synopsize the plot for like. We've got a lot of younger so, listeners. Ha- well, hang on, we have to explain who Simon is. We didn't actually properly introduce oh, Simon. Oh, okay, Simon. Okay, let's go. So Simon is fantastic <laughs> comedian. It's a lot the of The awkward pause of two people here. that still play my club. Try and think, how do we describe him and insult him in a way that doesn't Comedian first. He's a comedian first. He's Simon fantastic is comedian. Serious jokes, man. He runs a fantastic club, um, Chaplin's Comedy Club. It's on every weekend in Dublin. It's probably one of them, like, it's a gorgeous club to play. Yeah. Really, really nice. Lovely setup there. He's a fantastic MC. He's done all the major festivals, etc., etc. He's a fantastic writer as well and just a really good guy. Oh. Is there anything you want to add in there? Or? And when I eventually get a Vicar Street, I'm going to phone Simon and he's going to write some of it for Yay! me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah. He's he is he's that good. Like you're a go to joke man, aren't you? I, I did I did bump into like three you're people on the way here that, that were here la they were here last Saturday. Sorry, in Chapman's last Saturday. Oh and yeah. I, and I just kinda of jokingly said it's like sorry, I can't chat I have to go do an X Files podcast. One of them was like, Oh brilliant, when's it out? I would love the X Files, I want to listen to that. So oh, brilliant. Um, I think I think the girl's I think her name was Chloe. I think she, yeah, I think it's Chloe from Florida. So if you're listening to this Chloe oh. from Florida. Will we do our Miami song? We're going to Miami. Do you remember that one? Doesn't she do such a good Willie Smith? I used to do a bit about that guy, uh, Flo Rider, who did the song Used in My Head Right Round. Didn't he do the one something about the apple bottom jeans? Was that Flo Rider? The whole club looking at her. Right. She hit Let's the Let's stop this now. Okay, Tell no, us about back X-Files. on track. Just How did you get plot. started on X-Files? Well, we just, plot. Yeah. Okay, plot. <laughs> plot. What's X-Files about? We're taking as a given that people know. Okay, the X-Files is, it's like an early 90s and it's, we have to stress the 90s-ness of the X-Files because mm. there was a lot of shoulder pads. 90s-ness? You know, at, at work there and mobile, early mobile phones were a key part of it. Um, in that like the, you know they were out but like they could never get a signal ever oh, and yes. that was the most common cliffhanger in the scene was like somebody dropped the phone or the phone come out but then he has to like open it raise an aerial then like you know like ring like air cell customer service to get a line uh, it was, yes it was, it was some nice but it's about this FBI agent called called Fox Mulder who's obsessed with the paranormal and he's able to, so he gets assigned to these cases called the X-Files that are like the un, unsolved possibly to do with strange phenomena cases that the FBI just doesn't know what to do and then to kind of keep an eye on them and maybe debunk the cases he's assigned uh, a colleague D- Dana Scully played by the beautiful Gillian Anderson and we can do a whole other podcast on oh, just how awesome Gillian Anderson is do you know what oh actually before I forget and I have to have to get this in do what I? we're talking about naughty stuff is because I do love Gillian someone once told me that Gillian Anderson says like, oh Gillian Anderson she does this like full on full frontal just like you know seven or eight minute sex scene in this movie called Stray Heads and I went I am watching that and she goes like yeah but it's with Danny Dyer and when I heard that it's I'd it's like quandary, to say a it? little part of me, a big really? part of me it's died. Quandary. It's 
I, I couldn't bring... I'm not sure which I cannot bring myself, you know, least to watch. Gillian Anderson having sex with Danny Dyer. You're right, Or Gillian. any X-Files after season seven. It's it's just... Okay. It's just... It's just the thought of it but is But she was painful. a total sex icon in the 90s. Rumour is that, like, uh, when she was... She's cast when she's only 24, so she's, like, she's like still not particularly old or anything, but she's only 24 when she's casting it. But the rumour is, and I desperately choose to believe this is true, was that, like, her hair was dyed red. She was, like, normally had her hair blonde, but they thought she was going to be too sexy. So they tried to frump her up a bit by giving her by giving her red hair and like yeah, dressing, dressing her. I I think I heard that that's, as well. That's kind of yeah. got the ringer. Twenty four is so it? young though, isn't it? To play yeah. that kind of role. Yeah. Um, because she, I she was, she was she was playing someone older than like how often yeah. do you hear of a woman actually playing someone older than herself? Because like yeah. she, I did. This is how much of a nerd and X Files fan I was. I did look into joining the FBI. When 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 I was when I was a teenager, oh, really? but you had to have like four years of college and a few other things. They generally want like law enforcement experience mm. as well or some other qualification. So by the time like she was probably like she would have been she would have done her seven six or seven years of medical school, mm. then a couple of years in the FBI academy. Like she was well, twenty four, yeah. but she was playing someone that was like twenty eight or thirties. Yeah, yeah. I just remember on Jay Leno when the question was, "What color underwear are you wearing?" Or like it was this like ridiculous like could only be done in the nineties yeah. quiz. And she just responded with, what underwear? And the crowd went wild. And it was just so insane to me that somebody could be going out and about minus a pair of knickers. I just was blown away. I really was. I was like, it was a game changer. I don't think you should have said that to Simon. I think we've lost no, it. Uh, this is how you can also tell that Julie's from, like, you know, like the west of Ireland, where it's just well, going, going under pant list. Look, the secret's out. I'm from Leakslip, really. It's a mishmash between Leakslip and Dingle and everything in between. But we'll get to my traumatic childhood one of the other days oh, when we invite my mom in. Speaking of traumatic childhoods. Um, oh, no. Simon, no, it's a Fo- comedy no, in, in it, Fox Mulder, his like sister is a you know turns out his sister was like he thinks was abducted by aliens when he's a kid because okay, yeah. his dad was involved in all his paranormal stuff. So they investigate the X Files had two types of episodes. One which was called Monster of the Week episodes, where they just go off somewhere and then there's like Bigfoot or whatever else. And when you look back at it, mo, you have to realize it's like nearly every episode starts with you know you just kind of go and did the two of them not talk to each other on this twelve hour helicopter ride? Because they arrive uh, arrive out in, you know, like, buttfuck Missouri. Yeah. And then Mulder goes, is like, yeah, so we're here to look for these, like, you know, duck fishermen that have been abducted by aliens or whatever it is. And you're just going to go and say, like, did they not talk on the way there? Yeah. That they don't... They only... <laughs> is it true that apparently for a lot of the scenes, uh, Scully... Who was, who, Scully was Gillian Anderson, yeah? yeah? She had to stand on a box. Because yeah. she was so small, she was only five foot three, and he was six foot. They had oh, to he's more. He's like six four or something. Okay. I think he's like freaky tall. Okay, but yeah. they, so she had to stand in a box for a lot of the scenes. Yeah, and then when she got preggers, didn't they have she, to pretend yeah, she was abducted? She, she, yeah, she got pregnant fairly early. Uh, like, uh, it's a bit of Madonna Evita situation. She, she got mm. pregnant. I think it was towards the end of the first season, but then to start, like you get about two or three episodes into season two, and then she's abducted. And even then, the couple of episodes before she's gone from from a few episodes altogether, like they only show her on a boat wearing this big black coat. Or there's okay, another one where, yeah. you know, they make it look like, you know, that they're performing weird surgery on her. Like, so oh. like they did very cleverly, you know, Mask like, like you know, like work, work, work it into it. And then because when she was abducted, wasn't it referenced in other series then? So it actually proved a bit of a probably narrative arc. Yeah, it was It was a recurrent. It <laughs> I was, had to say my word. It was a recurrent thing. Yeah, because like the other... Arc part like roughly a third of the X-Files episodes they're kind of like they're the story arc of it like it was a nice little hybrid because at the time like nowadays most TV shows or your box sets or whatever you kids call them it's just one continual arc throughout the series like that was yeah. kind of started by The Sopranos and now everything's like that Um, but like uh, back then that wasn't done as much for for a dramatic series. It was mostly just one off episodes. But this X Files kind of kind of bridge bridge the two of them. But yeah. nowadays there's no good really shows stand anymore where it's just stand yeah. standalone yes. kind kind of episodes. And you feel, you would feel satisfied after yes. the episode. There's not that thing of that's like, what I used to love about the likes of like you know Law and Order SVU and yes. all those. It was I like watched self contained. Day. Say goodbye to the characters forever. We need never speak L- of them again. SVU though was the worst of all the Law and Orders. The original Law Law and Order that's really good uh, it's way better than SVU it's like much well m- SVU much I kind of think the whole premise is a bit fucked up anyway isn't it it's like yeah. let's just focus on the yeah. most grotesque Let, let's crime not, as yeah. possible yeah. 
that's the voice of Catholic Ireland saying it's like no we shouldn't but, investigate but is, sex but crimes there, it's, it's always it was always like you know took like all the signs of Julie's membership of the Only Institute are here we shouldn't investigate no, sex crimes but you shouldn't go out not wearing underwear it was, ah, no, it was always a bit coming out of her back pocket okay, they're my anal beads and thank you for calling attention oh, but no Freddy I just, Big Boy no, I liked SVU but I'm just yeah. saying some of the know, some of the the reason I say that was that I came back to recently enough and I just thought like we're talking like okay that's perverse and then okay let's just add another layer of perversity and okay it was the nephew okay it was the nephew and his His half brother okay yeah yeah. yeah. it just it's always trying to shock more and more and more and you're just like no like you know within the first five minutes they think it's the priest and you're like we've got another Mm. 55 minutes to get here there's more shit coming out it's it's like a less wankable version of Scooby-Doo question Mulder and Scully. In okay. that it's nearly always a caretaker. They always had this serious. <laughs> I wouldn't sexual... have gotten away for it if it wasn't for you kids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Um, they always had Very this real point, sexual. Though. I'm going to say it. Everyone calm the fuck down. Mm. Frisian. Okay. They always had this sexual version. Did they ever get it on? They did. And it's heresy and it should never have happened. Yes. Like the whole okay. point was yeah. that they won't. And there was a couple of brilliant episodes where, in kind of like. All, you know, there's like alternate timelines. Like there's an episode that's kind of Bermuda Triangle one where they go back to this like a uh, passenger liner just at the start of World War Two and gets boarded by Nazis. But the Nazis are played by the actual bad guys from the show, like Crychek and Agent Skinner. Sorry, sorry, not Skinner, like by Crychek and Cigarette Smoking Man. Uh, I mean, you kind of got away with that, and we would. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we would have known. I, I attention to detail. Thank you but for then there's a bit, but then because like, but Mulder knows what's going on, but like no one else on the ship, even though they're played by the X Files characters, does. So he says to Scully's this like American kind of like jazz singer, and, and he just says to her, goes like, "Oh, since we'll never see each other again," and then he kisses her, okay. and that's great. And there's another episode nice. where it's called War of the Coffridges, where there's this kind of like. Um, kind of cockroach outbreak but there's this scientist that like she's obviously flirting with Mulder and Scully turns up and Scully gets you can just tell she, she's getting really jealous of the scientist that keeps flirting, flirting with Mulder and just keeping that you know little surface sexual tension of you know yes. they want to bang but they can't because he's too obsessed with his work and like like one of these couples where they you know they might think they want to get it on or want yeah. to go out but you just know if they do it's never going to actually work oh, out oh and it's always so the way to. and it, it always ruins it doesn't it but they I think in shows they need to have like a very clear barrier so that the sexual tension can be there but something really blocking are you them. talking like a f- physical class <laughs> I don't know what it is but and they so always they end up score getting these characters together much don't they? much later I think it might have been like the second mo- no I think the second there was a movie they did in 2008 called The X-Files I want to believe which it would have been good like you know it starts off the two of them sleep together like I stopped watching The X-Files season 7 that's when David Duchovny le- you know left but they did this movie in 2008 called The X-Files I want to believe and it could have been good but it was really badly cast because like Billy Connolly plays the bad guy in it and right. he's just not convinced he's a bad guy. And then Exhibit, who you may remember from Pimp My Ride, he plays their Dear FBI gosh. supervisor. And he's just, he's, he's just, you can tell that this guy used to be, um, we're going to be, have to be slightly careful here because he's he's um, he's Nigerian or whatever you call. Okay. He, like he's a rapper. So yeah, like, yeah, but you yeah. can just tell he's feckin' scaldy. And it's just it's like, you are not, you just don't work as an the FBI supervisor. didn't work. Yeah, Hang yeah, on, yeah. sorry. Just let's take a segue. Like, What's that? What were we all doing watching Pimp My Ride? Was that an hour show? I to think it was a car. full 60 minutes. What's, yeah. more, it, the, what's happened with Pimp My Ride is they've done a follow-up show or even a follow-up series on how basically Pimp My Ride just ruined people's lives. <laughs> because there's all these people that they <laughs> now have these cars. I this, yes. Yeah. And I like, sure but made then them a they put, They basically put, they put like a Chinese page. spy satellite's worth of electronics <laughs> into these cars. And you're living in but, a ghetto. But then it's like, yeah, people's cars were getting stolen or parts robbed. Or what was happening was... The car was so you expensive, they had to pay, like, they had this car that was worth, you know, it was like $3 and a hand job. And then they ended up having to pay so much, like, tax on it because the car <laughs> was worth, they were, yeah. like, bankrupt. Or, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah they were putting, like, you know, like, inquariums into cars and all yeah. sorts of, like, just You had a small cinema mental. in the back of your yeah. well, You go home car. and your, your missus just yeah, like, it's, where it's, am I going to put the kids? You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 it's like, yeah, we took out your car seat and instead there's this, like, you know, like, Thai fella who'll give you a blowjob if you ask him nicely. 
and like Sibra be like, we took out all the seats, man. And you're like, what? It was it's a school about... bus exhibit. What are you doing? Did he yeah. call people dog? I know that's Randy now from American Idol, but did he call people dog as well? I'm not sure. Listener, let us know. Did exhibit. Okay, dog. Yeah, no sounds about right. I, I don't know, maybe. I could and of course, then there was the Irish language spin-off, Puke My Ride. Pick My Ride. <laughs> I thought you were talking about an Irish and language spin-off of The X-Files. That's basic. Can you imagine? Nothing, the X. Um, I want to be in it. I can't um, speak Irish, but I want to be in it. And the, basically, the whole thing is that you pick the person based on their car. Which is actually a great way to pick a date. So, you know, like oh, they'd have all these planted clues. Like, oh, there's the football in the back. Is he yes. into sport? Yeah, there was yeah. like the two, I think, because like, we do come up with the weirdest dating shows ever. One was on TG Car, it was called Passion Fashion. Yeah. Where for the guys yeah. pick out an outfit for the girl to wear. And like she she like decides who to go out with based on the outfit. And it's obviously these guys that have like, you know... The closest they have come to a pair of tights was like, you know, their mother hanging up the washing and like then they don't know what's going on. And then occasionally you just get the one guy who obviously hasn't come to terms with sexuality yeah. and is only delighted to be picking out this, this woman's yeah. outfit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then also there was an RTE show as well. They only did a pilot of this where that's you picked who so to go out with based on their baby pictures. Oh, my God. That's just who the hell came up with that premise? That's actually really disturbing. Yeah, and yeah. you see, you realise that after two seconds. But like, this, imagine they made how a many pilot people. Imagine how many people that got true. I mean, that's wrong on a lot of levels. Ooh, that's a good-looking baby. I'll go <laughs> for him. It's just gross. Yeah. Is this where you tell me this was your idea? No, your no. pilot. <laughs> no, I. I'm I, sick of I these didn't work on one big, It was just one big chance. No. No, the only the only sketchy dating show I've ever been involved in was oh. appearing on Take Me Out. That's the only. Did you, were you on that? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know this. Did you not know? Have you no. not heard me doing my jokes about it? No. No. <laughs> no. Like I got I I got down to like only four lights left on after the like I think the first or the second thing where they knock off the lights, but then like I I kept those four for like the last two rounds. Okay. So oh. I, I just, and did you go out on a date after? No, it's it's TV three. There's no money. They just film you talking upstairs in the helix. <laughs> like like. The English one they send you on holidays and stuff, oh, but yeah, like yeah. It's, this is this is not this is like TV. My three. friend Catherine was on it years ago, and she got picked. Holla! She got Shout picked. Out to Catherine, she got picked, baby. Yeah, but did he That's come out good going. when he came? I need more details. When he came out, lights go poo 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 poo. No, I think it was a good-looking lad. Oh, I'll have to have a look at her. So, um, and then she did the whole thing. She had the legs out. She looked amazing. And uh, yeah, I think she ended up shifting some other fella. I don't know what Ah, happened, but yeah, they had a bit of crack with it. So Mulder and Scully then, of course, the whole thing was that Scully was the cynic, the skeptic. Mm. And then Mulder was the believer. Yeah. Because the sister and the whole thing. Yeah, the whole American story. Whereas like Scully's kind of coming from like the, the science background and... I do actually. I, I won't say what country they're in because I don't want. I don't want to dox them. But I do know someone who who generally became like a pathologist just because they're a big fan of the X Files, and then they just kind of like that's the career they went down just because okay. okay. just because of the show. And Sam, what age were you when it came out? So I would have been, I think, twelve when it came out. Okay. But when I started watching, formative years. Now. It, it was on Sky. It was on Sky One, and this yeah. is back when having like it was like oh we've like ten or twelve channels now in Dublin. This is amazing. But it was on. I think when it first came out, it was on like something bizarre like you know like half 11 on a Tuesday night because they just thought ah it's this weird show from America it won't do well and then then after a while like you know it just exploded in America and said no no we have to make this Mm. prime time so we're moving to like 9 o'clock on Sundays or or Mm. or something like that and was it based on I know it's probably an obvious question but was it based on actual stories like was it based on like you know corroborated events or you know there's always this big question mark about roswell and all that kind of crack like was it was there an actual was it based in fact are you trying to ask me to the roswell do aliens this is a lot of pressure for this committee do aliens 
exist. They do. And we have to vote Peter Casey to keep them out of the country. Oh, stop. Oh, Peter. So, I just think no. anyone who votes Peter Casey should have their laptop seized straight away. I don't think they And have. we just start pinning historic sex, cri- sex crimes on I them. I don't think they have laptops. That's very true. There yeah. Is. They're using Not, the like, they, They'd have some, like, the more common myths or like urban myths that would be based on like Roswell is used at a few points. There's this myth called the Jersey Devil, which is kind of Bigfoot in New Jersey. That you know, you know, like that comes up um, in episode. There's like the chupacabra, like the the Mexican kind of goat eating monster. That's used. Like they'll, they'll use like a lot, a lot of thing, you know, thing things like yeah. that. Or like they'll use for like certain other o- other events, like like various like Cold War experiments or various Cold War shenanigans. They like base, ep- you know. So it is just that. enough level of credulity to kind of suck people in. Yeah, some of the things that like people have 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 heard about before. There's one, there's one actually great episode early on where they just they actually said it's like, yeah, we just really like the movie The Thing, so we just ripped that off for mm. an episode. Uh, Felicity Huffman from Desperate Housewives. Oh, yeah. oh. She's she's in, like there's this weird thing well, where like she, is she the one who's in college. Nolo now? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like she um yeah like she she cheated her kids her dumb kids way into college. And you know what? She was like, my daughter didn't know anything about it. Please don't punish her. She did on her arse not know anything about it. Yeah, like come she, on, she's, she's the one who put her, her up to it. Come on, <clears throat> as if. Although she was very good as when in good and when they see us, I'd say they were delighted. Was she, they got her. Oh, I haven't seen when they that. see us yet, so be yeah. Oh, that's, oh that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Be careful. Okay, yeah. Um, you're right. Let's. So, Simon, favorite episodes, if any. Th- this is the thing that you did say to me the other day. It's like, can you just pick out just one or two of your favorite episodes? And I married Mantenis 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I managed to narrow it down to 19. Oh my, my God. My list of favorite wow. episodes. And bizarrely, that is kind of skipping, I think, see, you know, and that is with skipping season five. So that's and you even kind of being like uh, cutthroat with the list. Yeah, this is, this is me. You know, it's whittling it down, whittling it down. If I, mean. I had included all the episodes where Julian Anderson was handcuffed to radiator, the list would have been a lot longer. God, I can imagine. It's <laughs> see, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be because respe- it, it is this kind Talk of. Talk us through some of them there. Okay, it's, it's for favorite episodes. The pilot, the first episode, is oh. one of the best ones. It's just kind of like alien, alien abduction story, okay. but it's just and it just sets the tone for the series. Really good induction. A one. good introduction, yeah. Yeah, the one where they just rip off the thing. Ice, that's mm-hmm. really good. There's another one early on. Uh, even if you're not a big X Files fan, you just want to dip in one episode. There's an episode called Fire, where Mold, uh, basically the the IRA get a mention in it. No, and, nice. and there's this little thing Claim when you're Irish and just want to see Ireland. Olé, it's it's olé, this olé. this arsonist follows this like English family from England over to America, and uh, to try and he's trying. He's like a a pyro keen. He can they can manipulate uh, fire, and the. Like in the back of the episode, turns out that like he's he's been you know uh, like they're worried that he was like might have been part of the IRA were targeting this family, um and it's not and it's actually it's an Irish actor they get to play it and like he played the devil in Supernatural, but I can't remember who he is. That was pretty good. There's a great one called Darkness Falls where they just go up to this this like a uh, Alaskan logging camp basically just disappears and have to find out what what was what was going on. Um, no planning permission. No, <laughs> no, 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 being a border farmer wouldn't have been the biggest man for the L sci-fi and he tried to watch an episode of the X-Files you know with, with his daughter three times and all three times it was this episode called Fireworker where where a guy dies because these like uh, silicone spores basically go in his throat and then burst out and then like burst out of him oh, and so every time the X-Files then would ever come on in that house he just kind of goes like the X-Files is that that thing with the boy with the tree growing out of him <laughs> No matter any time. Do you know what though? That sounds horrific, Simon. Yeah. Was it not very scary at times? 
well, bearing in mind, I would have been like a 12 and 13 year old, you know, in, in Talat. There would have been like scarier things okay. than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also, it's, 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 it's a TV show, Julie. It's not, it's not real. Okay. Well, sure. It's, it's good to remember that. Yeah. You obviously haven't listened to any of these up to 90 episodes where I talk about crying myself to sleep after an all law and order SVU. I'm an emotional wreck, Simon. Julie, I'm a boy. Unless Joe Rogan tells me to listen to you, I'm not going to. Tell me. So, um, so, so, uh, from, from, from more, from more episodes. One. Yeah, we've got loads because there's one to show to show our listeners who have a nurse. Um, there's an episode called Fresh Bones where people are being killed with voodoo, and I actually have the voodoo symbol from that tattooed on my left arm. Is my se- I have about eighty something tattoos, oh. and my second ever one was the the voodoo symbol from this one uh, called Fresh. It's a cross between life and death. There is another X Files episode later on called Never Again where Scully gets a tattoo, uh, but she gets it done in the studio where this other guy does. But the guy's been using these like you know, weird grasses that have, like, psychedelic properties. So this guy gets a tattoo done. The tattoo is voiced by Jodie Foster, but it starts telling him to kill people. What? And, he, and Scully goes on a date with him, and he, and he tries to kill her. Why did Scully get a tattoo? Because she can do what she wants. I think she was just feeling <laughs> a bit... I a feel bit, with a Scully, bit. there'd have to be a reason. She was feeling a bit low, and I think just a bit... She just wanted to do something it's different. It's like when I got a lotus mm. flower on my bloody tit. A huge on one. tit? On the breastbone. This is going to sound weird, but then in mind, I've never seen your 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 boobies uh, because I'm not that it's kind. Huge. I'm not it's that kind of promoter. Bre- it's under the breastbone and it's not even finished. I did it like four years That's, ago. They that did probably the hurt outline. A bit, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it was sore. Because I I've I've one of of Betty Page in my ribs and that hurt. And I also the closest I've ever come to quitting during a tattoo was. I have one of a bear on my chest, and when it gets in and around the nipple area, yeah. that's sore. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just remember the guy as he was doing it was like, "What does it mean?" And I was like, "It's a lotus flower because it only grows in muddy waters." And I just remember his eye rolling. He's like, "Okay, here we go, <laughs> another yeah. fucking flower. another fucking grown in muddy waters, fucking new beginnings, shiteathon." He's like, "Off we rock." That, that's why really it's, 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 it's it funny true. when people, people go it's like oh what do your tattoos mean and I'm just kind of going it's like well that's just Jessica Rabbit because I think she's hot you know yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. there's not 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 all of them are, are, are deep and meaningful but I do I do, actually it, I got the image I didn't get it because Scully got it but I, I just because I like the image but I have this thing called Noroboros it's like a snake eating itself is that oh, what yes. that, that's what that's what Scully gets to have yeah. a tattoo of, and that's where I first saw that image and thought, "Oh, that's cool. I'll mm. get, I'll get that." There was mm. an episode where um, brothers and sisters were kind of riding, and it was, it was. I think it was like, was it the first TV episode that was rated like XXX? Do you remember that one of the X Files? Well, I think was there some like house where all this incest was happening or something. There has been a few ones about. Oh yeah, that's an episode called Home where yes, that's, that was it. That yeah. is that that's half it's half, one of the half 19. down. It, it's it's again. I sh- I might actually send you the picture for this, but I did my favorite episode ever is one called The Field Where I Died, where uh, Mulder talks to this woman. They're raiding this cult because the cult are stocking up on on weapons, and um, this woman's convinced that in a past life in the American Civil War, Mulder was a Confederate soldier and she was a nurse, and the two of them were going out together. And I actually spray painted the fields where I died, like onto a, onto a t-shirt. Such a good chat up line, isn't mm. it? But I think in a former life I was a nurse and you were a Confederate soldier. Yeah, appeals to the inner inner racist and all yeah, of us. Yeah, I think so. But that one, ep- that episode called Home, it's like yeah, there's this. Uh, it's, I think it was the episode, might be the episode before the fields where I died. But there's this very small town somewhere, like somewhere like Virginia or something like that. And there's this family that have basically been inbreeding for the last mm. uh, t- 200 years. Um, and uh, that's where the Healy Rays come from. But no, it's, <laughs> no so it's this family has been on like, yeah, it's pretty gross. And they're, they're like, they're kidnapping. It's kind of like the hills have eyes a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Like they're, they're kidnapping women like to, to breed with them. Yeah. Yeah. And things like, and it's like, yeah, the episode's pretty graphic. But like, it, it's good. But like, again, it's like a lot of these will, episodes will just work as like standalone little kind of horror movies yeah like if you want to watch something scary or gross for like 40 minutes just home i think it's in one two six yes season four so would you say is it the type of thing that you could go back then and watch like a standalone episode and enjoy it i have, I have done a, a good a good few times like i've probably rewatched it loads but then occasionally i'll just go right sometimes i get up like a rewatch the entire series other times i go i'll just rewatch all the monster monster of the week episodes or I'll just pick out, you know, some of my favorite ones, um, and just just go through 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 with that. Um, there 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 is there is a really one like I think it's in season seven where they just did an episode called X Cops, 
where the the premise is that like they're investigating a case but then the cops tv show mm-hmm. are filming in the same neighborhood so, so they just follow follow them around at the same time because it's got like, the, that, Jesus, that's, that show's taken on a whole new sinister meaning now hasn't it cops. oh fuck yeah i don't think i could watch an old cops going up the door oh yeah cool you need to carry on the i d- i it's it's like yeah it's it's in it's insane yeah it's an insanely popular show but it's still it's still going but it's, I don't think I could watch cops now are you talking about cops or X Files oh cops oh no oh, I can't yeah, yeah. you couldn't watch cops now yeah it's kind of no oh. would it, you watch cops now I I it's one of these shows that I did used to watch it and it, but there's just so much of it I just feel like we're watching cops all the time now all over Twitter and it's just gross there's pretty much chan- you know like television channels in America like Spike or Paramount and they'll just have like four four or five or six episodes of Cops a night mm-hmm. and they just keep like the people who created that show made a fortune off they it. did make a fortune but like you know what it was probably just 90s naivety it's only now like I look back just when you mentioned it there I mean you look back and you're like oh my god like it was probably it was just a horrible show when you think about it yeah it was just catching people at maybe their lowest ebb or their worst moment it was just and was it Bob Marley had the theme song? No, it was a band called Inner Circle. Why did I think it was Bob Marley? Because uh, you just knew it was a black guy doing reggae. No, 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 but does it not kind of sound like it? It's it's, it's called reggae. It, but it's, it's, it's a it style of music reggae. that you make. Oh, I know, but it yeah. is. Re- would you describe that as reggae? Yeah. The, it is reggae, isn't it? I'm not but even, even because that show has been repeated so much, even if, say, that band Inner Circle, even if they get like $50, $100 every time an ep- that that bit of music is played They'd be rolling in it like they're probably millionaires yeah, just yeah, from yeah. that being used like they could literally you know literally have done nothing else but just from that one show okay actually for theme music I even remember one point they released the X-Files theme just as a single and that got to the top 10 or something in, in like you know the, the, the British charts and there was a, like there was that kind of dance remix by some by some Italian dude there, I remember the dance and version and that got that got to like number 2 or yeah, 3 or something like that yeah great old tune what was that? The music it was the, of the show. I can remember because when you said that, I just <coughs> instantly thought of the the dance version. Yeah, the music of the show when they put it to uh, and, and the video beat. was oh, like the yes, video was some yeah. kid going along on a tricycle or something. The video I think is quite inane. Yeah, yeah. it. I think it is something quite. I don't know. I mean, you'd know better than me, but it is something like in Congress with the song. It actually works really well. Mm. Yeah, it's but good. These dance mixes are about, like the other, the other day I was in the gym and they had like a dance remix of like the the theme song from uh, Narcos and it doesn't feel it because you're just here just as like yeah you were grooving for some but yay three people got killed for every yeah. line of cocaine yeah, that yeah, you do yeah. yay dancing, yeah. dancing dancing it is they'll put a dance beat to anything <laughs> the kids these days they will they will yeah 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 um, and then so you said there did Dukafni in terms of a finishing up did Dukafni did they did they both leave at the same time? What kind of happened? And it's it's I just only found this out really researching because like when you just chart when certain shows fall off mm, and yeah. like the the I could be wrong on this and I a million neckbirds will tell me if I want but like the actual moment that the Simpsons fell off was the main writer for the Simpsons guy or what the best writer should I say is a guy called John Schwartzfelder but he like you know like he he smoked like a chimney but then I think there was the change in the workplace regulations or the writers union were complaining about him smoking so he was told right you can't smoke at the writers meetings anymore then he said right i'm not going to go to the writers meetings anymore so because of that the best writer was never there for the group rewrites or whatever else like that so like i think that might be the point where the simpsons fell off but with the x-files they did the first five seasons and then they did the movie but that kind of like should have resolved the overarching conspiracy but it kind of didn't but then so they kind of didn't really a little bit know what to do after season five but i found this out they had filmed it all in Vancouver, and I only found this today reading it was apparently a lot of the early episodes they'd be drive they they'd be driving around wherever it's meant to be Oregon or Florida mm, or whatever, yeah. but they'd have all these British Columbia Canadian plates yeah. on, all, on all the cars, and yeah. they, they didn't think that they didn't think to change them. But the first five <laughs> seasons were shot in Vancouver, but then they switched to LA, and like, like a lot of people say that kind of ruined it because then the locations just didn't work whatsoever because they yeah. then goes so it's like okay we're now in Bigfoot country. And someone just rollerblades in, in in a leotard, you know. Yeah, and just yeah, go, yeah. It's not really working, but uh, and that's meant to be the kind of like, you know, started started the descent, and then I think episodes for season six, 
they just didn't really know. It was very little to make conspiracy. It was just a lot and of did very self indulgent. The movie in season six. No, no, they they would have re- referenced like you know the plot points and the things that would have okay. happened. So then I think season seven's really really good because I think okay. I think they thought it was going to end, so they just said right, we've loads of cool ideas. Like there's. Um, Things that's episode like even in season six, there's one really good one called Drive with Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is in it again, like it works as a standalone one. Actually, the best one I should love a bit of Brian Cranston. Meant to say this earlier, I think it's what, yeah, season three, this episode called DPO, but Giovanni Rabisi and Jack Black are in it. Amazing, it's really wow. it's one little weird thing with the X Files, like none of the actual cast or even supporting cast did anything else and there was like two kind of like fairly failed spin-off seasons from like there's a spin-off series called The Lone Gunman, which is just terrible you know it's, okay. it's just borderline unwatchable i've never even heard of it yeah um but like none of the main cast ever went on to really do and and you know with the exception Gillian anderson really um like no no one else really did too much and none of the supporting cast mm-hmm. kind of you know yeah. got big but season seven it seems like that was the one where they thought yeah it's going to end on a bit of fun but then i think they like Ducopney wanted to leave there was a there was a there was a lawsuit between Ducopney and the studio because he said they undersold the rights to it and apparently Fox settled with him for like for 20 million and and like nice. he eventually renegotiated a contract but he was only going to be like I still I'm only go- I have never watched seasons seasons eight and nine of the X-Files I just kind of gave up on it but uh, like I think I think I'm going I think I'm going to now but like then like <laughs> Scully and Mulder they, they just became just kind of like parts of so essentially tried to do season eight or nine with two other agents being the lead roles and I think it's Robert Patrick who's the T-1000 in Terminator 2 he kind of oh. like becomes the new male but like when you read the list of people they're going to do for that role it's like Robert Patrick Lou Diamond Phillips it was like the who's who of people you just kind of go oh yeah they were in that one good movie from the yeah, 80s yeah. I like you yeah, know yeah, yeah. And they, but then like they, they did the couple of rebooted seasons a few years ago and I tried watching it and it's it's, Look, it's the reboots what, what year was that I was actually going to ask about reboots what the year reboots, was that I'd say it was about three or four years ago but it's it's, oh, okay. it's like watching your parents have sex it's, yeah. it's it, you know it's, it's grand but yeah you can just about <laughs> jizz to it but you know it's, you don't feel good good about you yourself you can just about yeah. watch it with minimal pleasure but um, it, it's, like for even for the recast they had like that, like Joel McHale like he's meant to be the bad guy in it but it's like oh it's that guy from Community and E but and he like, just doesn't work as look, a bad guy an L reboot never works does it no, there's been a lot of stuff they've tried. Like, they tried to reboot Lethal Weapon as a TV show. That didn't work. They made a series of The Transporter. That's terrible. They well, made a I, season of Taken. I think... That's terrible. No black people get murdered at all. That's not Liam Neeson's vision yeah. for, the, for, for Taken. <laughs> Liam. Liam. Oh, we're going to have to tag Liam Neeson now in this episode. Yeah. I have a particular set of prejudices. I... <laughs> I... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, because I think, look, we'd all agree with X-Files. It was the... Fresh. It was that chemistry between the two of them, really. That yeah, was what the was, show was all it was, about. It was the people wanting them to... And the boink, premise of the show. And they never so. did. Ah, yeah, but I'm just saying, ah, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think you could just supplant another two agents into the role because so much of it was about them as a little yeah. duo. Did they get on personally? Did they get it on in real life? No. It's like Duchovny was married to Tia, Tia Leone and I think that happened fairly early in his acting career it might have even been before he started doing the X-Files or maybe early okay. on and then uh, she had a baby then early on yeah she, yeah. she uh, bizarrely sauce, isn't it? She you, start ha- she working, has you start working with David Duchovny and you're off suddenly having actually, a baby actually if you want a tangent for for, 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 for Miss Anderson and babies uh, she was offered a part in Game of Thrones and she said no to it because she's got two young kids and she knew she was just going to be away for just way too long okay. from it and people are trying to work out who it was but it's just Probably someone with posh English voice. They think it might have been Lady Melisandre, like the the, okay. the the red priestess. They they might have asked Gillian Anderson, you know, to 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 play. But I said, well, I see. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but it's, it doesn't sound too far fret far 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 fret. Does she live in the UK now? Yeah, I think it's either her current husband or her last husband. I think is English. One of the husbands. She, she's okay. she's she's been. I I know way too much about this than I should, but she's been married three times. Okay. Okay. And then, if she would like to make it a fourth, I, I was gonna say I think it so could yeah, work. So You've got Wetz, the matching tattoos. Where is already. the best place for Gillian to contact you? The best. Well, she can. Well, I mean, well, the who, listener who, who in general, do, but Who doesn't Gillian. like a good Instagram DM slide? Okay. So if, if Gillian Anderson is listening to this, I am Simon O'Keefe Comedy on Instagram and YouTube or O'Keefe Simon on, on Twitter. I'd say um, Liam Neeson's legal team will be sliding into your DMs as well. <laughs> 
So there Liam Neeson's legal team is this guy <laughs> with a comb enough. over, smoking cigarettes down to his fingers, just kind of going, "Jesus, Liam, um, what are you after? What are you after doing to me now?" So Simon uh, wants DMs. So from slander. from Gillian slander. Anderson or any other actress that can do a good English accent or looks like Gillian. Yeah, I I'm trying not to say some sort of comment about redheads because I just know it's going to make just Emma feel like it's like the awkward. <laughs> I'm a redhead. I don't know. She's a real redhead. Come on, let's strip her and see. <laughs> strip her. <laughs> I, I match her out on the street. Like I'm getting really disturbed by the amount of people I have to say. Well, like what other hair color would I be? It's so ginge. I know. I'd be more. You're blonde. You're more of kind of. Yeah, I no, see I, brown. I, 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 Blonde, yeah. Okay, Fred's a grower. I'm, always, I'm a ginger. I'm always, Emma's ginger. <laughs> Simon is not a ginger. We've established all facts. Yeah. But I still ask you to bring him photographs, Judy. And oh, yes, to get any. I'm going to try of, a couple of, of, uh, of, of Judy's like lady garden. No, but I there have <laughs> no, been well, a Fred's couple. Shower. There have been a couple of classic Judy photos of late, so we're going to start throwing them up to up to ninety. So do check them out. We're on Instagram. Simon's yeah. on Instagram. Gillian Anderson's on Instagram. Gillian <laughs> Instagram's on, on Instagram. Twitter, where she does a lot of work supporting human rights, feminism, and okay, environmentalist Simon causes. Simon knows way too much about Gillian. <laughs> Gillian, please, just Gillian, one message please, to Simon. Come on, it's just a quick marriage. Come on, Gillian. Would she get it? Would she get him to? Would she get her to pay into the club if she was coming? Gillian. Would she get a freebie? Not the ru- the rule is if like I'll always let someone I've kissed or gone further with in for free. That is. That is okay. a rule. That's oh, really... I'm gonna be. Give me some eyes on give me a stocks. high five. Eyes on stocks now in future, like it's it's only gone wrong once when I was just like chatting to the audience and I asked a girl what her name was and then she goes it's like oh I saw you in Galway a month ago and I went oh I saw you oh yeah we had sex and (gasps) I've just asked you what your name was at a gig and she's at your gig and she stayed there. So it's not like she went and she goes, oh, fuck, it's but him But she sat and left. up the front. Not like she, she she arrived in kind of like, like she had to come in and say, just, oh, Simon, then I would have, I would have copped who, who it is. Yeah, and yeah. Bizarrely, it's, you just remember little things about, you know, even if you see someone, do you remember things like I do actually remember realizing the next day that I walked all the way from a hotel in Galway to the train station with a condom wrapper in the hood of my hoodie. Oh. And I only noticed when I put my hood up to go sleep on the Look, train. I'm telling and, you like, now, an empty Jillian's condom not wrapper fell out. back to the tweet now. That's it. I don't think she is because we, we. I think I think we lost Gillian Anderson it. at like Fred's Mickey. Like we started with twenty <laughs> minutes of tangents. That's what. And then I'm just the by then trying to get in all these Everyone little facts. I know. Ab- I know about her. It's just making me seem even more, even more psychotic. But at least you're practicing safe sex. My last girlfriend yeah. did said to me, you know, she's not going to sleep with you just because you like all of her tweets. You know, well, and I, sa- I, I mean, said I, it's, it's a good not, start. It's I not going to stop. I've slept with people for worse reasons than that. I tell you I that much. What's, what's the worst reason you've ever slept with somebody for? Just to shut them up. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I the worst reason um, just because I could. <laughs> Love Island is on in five minutes. It's way to kind of kill kill a bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh god, the worst reason I don't know. Love. Love, I, love I, made I, I did, me do it. It's, it's, love it's, made it's me. It's not do actually it. the worst reason, but I can't really do the story anymore. But like Fred, Judy's boyfriend, did used to you live on the road, kind of perpendicular to mine. Did so like Fred have sex. No, I know there's a lot no, of there, even there the was, way you said perpendicular. I'm like, okay, what the fuck's going on here now? But there was there was so there was this period where like you know if I was like <laughs> it was like having sex like you know like facing facing the facing the window that like you just be. It was generally if it was ever in the doggy style position, but then you'd be having sex during the day, you know, happy out, and then you just see Fred just walking down the road, and you just and have, then you'd and come, just, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what actually How was, I would come so hard. My then girlfriend, she actually grew in height through the course of the relationship. Ah, bless. Just from me seeing Fred. So would you text road. Fred if it was going on a bit long? And say, Fredly, just walk past the window, please. Then. Just, just a quick let's walk wrap past. This up. Yeah. I'd say the worst reason I probably had sex would be maybe to get a driver's license or something. Um, We've was all been th- there. Was this with the examiner? <coughs> Weirdly, I used to work with a with a drive and test examiner, and he said the best thing to do to pass your test is just leave a fifty euro note just sitting under the license. And when they ask to see what the license is, you just say, "Oh, yeah, it's just there on the dashboard." Or in the, and he said, "And look, because it's under it, if they pick it up, they pick it up, and if they don't, they don't." But uh, that guy 
uh, I don't know if it was exact. Actually, well, we don't know, but I think that guy was the fellow who was later um, convicted of stalking Sharon Uvalon. So oh, no I'm not. I'm not sure how. It's, it's well, that's nice the way, like, you know, seven degrees up, of se- separation. I love yeah. it. You can actually do me six, de- six. You can do six degrees of Kevin Bacon with me in like three moves. Okay, go. Yeah, uh, my great uncle is the Irish actor Ray McNally, who was in the Mission with Robert De Niro, who was in that thing with Kevin Bacon. Ah, oh, which I should remember the name of it. The one. Come on, Judy. The one where they all they all got molested as kids. Oh yes, yeah. 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 What was that one? <sighs> oh, I should still know this. Listener, Saturday matinee. Was it set? No, seven. It wasn't seven. No. Oh, hang on. Now we just need to find this, and then we're wrapping up. Okay. Um, uh, Simon, and obviously we we did mention chaplains. Chaplains is uh, every weekend. Yeah, it's every Saturday, and uh, we'll also have He's a show the at the at, in town. At the, oh, yes. at the Vodafone Comedy Festival. Oh yes, of course. So Let's we're going, we're going, this. That's going to be Thursday, the twenty fifth of July in, in the Ivy Gardens. I think we're on at nine forty five. So it's a great show because it's cool. Ivy Gardens is like best comedy festival in the country, and then they just kind of go to just Sleepers. like sleepers. That's the one. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Nice to go out on just, you know, a nice Saturday matinee. Some a nice one to watch with the whole family. Yeah, um, just just slightly ru- ru- ruined the plug there. It's like Vodafone <laughs> and Aiken Promotions were probably happy with that mention. Thank you, Vodafone. Thank you, Copperberg. Thank you, Aiken Promotions. Thank you, Simon O'Keefe. Thank you, Fred. Thank Venus. you, Emma. Thank you, Fred. I've been Chili J. I've been Emma Doran. And you've been... <laughs> Aroused by Fred Cook. Yay! Sound like Keith Tanks Mill. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.